Buzzing your right ningi lanako Shalling full and mess so everywhere lang hamako Buzzing your right ningi lanako Shalling full and mess so everywhere lang hamako Super duper clean when I pull up When I pull up I saw this in my dreams, yeah Essex on my feet when I pull up When I pull up I saw this in my dreams, yeah Wishing you success even though I know you wishing me the opposite Begum Nandi kicking me when I was down Had to focus on the win and keep it positive Bobby Brown my prerogative It was all a dream, oh it was all a dream K.O. on the cover of a magazine Riding in the new machine Even when you know me party Was a dream, oh Mina nya kumbula nya kumbula Now we all up in the city like Yazin yo gai ningi laneko Shaling full and mess so everywhere lang hamako Yazin yo gai ningi laneko Shaling full and mess so everywhere lang hamako Super duper clean when I pull up When I pull up I saw this in my dreams, yeah Essex on my feet when I pull up When I pull up I saw this in my dreams, yeah Feeling really good right now Life is really good right now Mirror, 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 mirror on the wall Can you tell me, can you tell me who the will is sort of mom? I only do this for the big, big, big bag In team bag, I go wiggy, all my enemies are big mad I did it for my mama, did it for my daddy Them Julie gang is looking good, I did it for the families And just for no good news, I'm not they trying to be friendly I swear the city turned me to a savage Goalie when you're my pity But nigga lana banta bando mona bega zela Keep your head up out of water, ngali lashi tema ngubum talukona Just push you, press you, pande on a savi mohu Kupilis o bangono kona matus Bono gus misela ngenzele ni wona ngenzele all the same my dreams Bella Lonky Kemba Lamim Tandas When he won at Nanzale I saw this in my dreams Yeah Yazin yoga in Hingi Laneko Shalang full and mesh So everywhere lang hamako Yazin yoga in Hingi Laneko Shalang full and mesh So everywhere lang hamako Super duper clean When I pull up When I pull up I saw this in my dreams Yeah Essex on my feet When I pull up When I pull up all the same, my dreams, yeah Hello, hello, hello It's kind of God, how you doing? Feeling really good right now Life is really good right now Hello, hello, hello It's kind of God, how you doing? Feeling really good right now Life is really, life is really good Hi guys, welcome to your favorite late night sessions with your one and only Bean. Today we have our first rap MCM of the year 2021. The South African multi-talented, multi-award winning hip-hop artist, rapper, songwriter, producer and entrepreneur from Soweto, Johannesburg. Ndowazom Luli, aka KO Mr. Cash Time. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, what's up? Thank you for the intro and uh, thank you for having me on the show, man. It's a pleasure. First of all, Happy New Year. Yeah, compliments, new season. I mean, 
doesn't feel, feel new much because yeah. we are obviously still going through you know this un- these unprecedented times but uh, it is what it is we still gotta be grateful you know some people didn't make it thus far especially under you know the current pandemic true for those of us who are true millennials uh you know ko from the ex hip-hop group tea i guess yeah tell us a bit about yourself who's ko what's ko all about just a bite size yeah. of yourself cool um in a nutshell i am um, i was actually born in soweto but my hometown where i hail from where i was you know where i grew up Mm-hmm. is in Pumalanga. Okay. Um, yeah, and I came up to Joburg for studying purposes and also to pursue my career in music. It's something that I always wanted to do. So, <clears throat> you know, coming from a small town, there wasn't much I could do back then. You know, we didn't have you know uh couldn't work remotely like we do these days mm-hmm. so i had to migrate all the way to the big city which is joburg and i got i went to a um a university called vut uh mm-hmm. in and that's where i met my brothers and dukza and maki and eventually after varsity we formed a group called tear gas uh we went on to release four albums mm. and then after that i created a record company called cash time life that had lots of kidex muzi and you know a couple more guys mm-hmm. and i dropped an album called kind of republic there was a song called kind of love karakara amongst others on that project and went on to release two more albums and recently the last album that I put out was called Pito Unlimited and we had a song called Super Duper mm-hmm. there was another one called Say You Will I have a new company now called um, Skunder World and I have new artists I also have a clothing brand that is currently available through a chain store here in South Africa and we also you know ship to different parts of the world and in a nutshell that's pretty much my journey thus far awesome i'm looking forward to hearing some kind of old stuff by the way <laughs> yes ma'am uh, <laughs> speak to you know you know who to speak to i know who to speak to <laughs> so yes, how long have you been in the industry and how has your journey been thus far i'm officially going for 15 years now in 2021 Um the first Tear Gas album came out in 2006 and so yeah officially like in pro- on a professional level it's been approximately six, uh, 15 now yeah and how has your journey been and 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 the growth that led to now even being an entrepreneur uh Obviously, I mean, you learn as you go. I didn't come into the game at the gate mm. uh, with the idea of being an executive or a manager or even a producer. Okay, maybe yeah, maybe a, as a record producer, yes. Mm. But you know, I just wanted to be an artist and just solely focus on just being great within that realm. And then, unfortunate circumstances led me to really now like. develop the 
entrepreneurial side of me when we unfortunately had to part ways with our manager as the group TGS and I ended up taking the reins as group member and as the manager mm. so I by virtue of that after now I ended up learning the game and learning the business um side of it you know understood how you know to manage artists and you know brand management and just different facets of what this industry is about mm-hmm. so when the group was uh done it was easy for me to, to transition into now creating a label but i couldn't do it all by myself so i, I did it with the help of uh, another gentleman who had actual record or exact you know um experience because he was working at EMI and mm-hmm. um Universal as well so through the help of him we were able to create the the, the that label and became successful and and, and actually marked in the era in SA hip hop and then um yeah like recently now with the new brand I didn't know I was actually going to be a, a fashion designer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was all just like from learning, you know, along the way, seeing how one had a certain fashion influence, you know, in these streets. So I'm like, okay, cool. Mm. I'm 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 putting currency into other people's brands. How about I create my own thing, you know, and empower myself and that is pretty much where we are and you know why I am right now it's all about black excellence and learning more and elevating myself to a point where I can one day call myself a mogul you know not only just like mm. a South African mogul but as a like someone who is who really pulls a lot of weight in the continent so that is where I am cheers to you <laughs> Cheers to you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> um so from taking over the reins in Tigas, what's the most important thing that you feel like you learned during that time that has pushed you to to now? I think it was one of the key things was understanding the magic in in team. Mhm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um we as artists, you know, sometimes we want to work in isolation. I mean, some, yes, when you're starting out, uh circumstances, you know, force you to work in isolation. It's just yourself or whatever, but mm. you know, I think there is so much um so many blessings that li- that lie in you working joining forces with other people. Yeah. Because you get to where wherever you come up short they come in as you know as the new layer that you couldn't tap into you know within your own personal capacity so there's a lot that i learned from that even now continuing with my solo journey mm. i appreciate that because even when i when i make music now i don't just such as me who like okay cool so from top to bottom I'm going to make this song and um I think this is the only yeah this is the, the the best move that I can make right now is this song and this is how it's supposed to be start start to finish mm-hmm. I do have input from 
other people whose opinion I trust, you know, who will possibly either green light that move or disapprove or, or you know, who will suggest things that will make me improve the move. Yeah, if, give you positive if, criticism. You know what I'm saying? So that those are just some of the things that I learned by just being around the brothers, you know, that I was working with because not everything that happened at Tear Gas was... Um, only my you know leadership it was mm. team effort you know through and through you know all the moves that we were making so for artists out there it's important for you to have a, p- a team of trustees i mean i can tell you right now i mean i'm sure people know mm. a guy like drake you know drake yes we know him as the brand and the face but drake is a whole corporation you know from top to bottom there's a lot of things that play out purely because he has those people around him so you need to have a team around you and people that you trust yeah so who or what would you say is your musical inspiration at the moment and how do you overcome those moments where you just lack inspiration uh at the moment musically i mean so many guys obviously mm-hmm. you know over the years who molded me you know back then my pursuit especially when i got into like when i started focusing on my solo career yeah the guy that i was like channeling obviously was like the likes of uh rest in peace the guy called pro kid mm-hmm. you know who passed on a few years ago it was an incredible wordsmith had a huge impact as far as like street rap is concerned. Yeah. So I had a, I took a lot from him. Um, you know, overseas, obviously Jay Z, you know, the likes of Kendrick and Drake himself. You know, so I was learning and just like sponging from all these different different guys. And recently I found myself just leaning more towards a lot of melodic artists and mm-hmm. R&B and stuff like that, you know, I, I appreciate, there's a guy called Kivion, mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce his name, he's an R&B artist, doing really well, um, uh, yeah, I mean, just, obviously, Drake is always evolving, I still appreciate what he does, and, yeah, and then just, like, a bunch of new guys, yeah. uh, uh, um, obviously, there's a as far as hip hop is concerned, like if I'm looking for that raw energy, I'll tap into these new guys called Griselda, Benny the Butcher, and all those guys, you know, from mm. New York. So I take some uh, some inspiration from those guys. Well. And how do you overcome lack of inspiration? What's your secret? Uh, lack of inspiration. I'm. I think. To me, I mean, we all go through that, you know, yeah, as yeah. artists, as creatives, as a matter of fact, you know, all different spheres. So, I, you, you just obviously need to like, you know, take a break from what you normally do, from what your professional path is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I watch a lot of series. I um, read wherever I can. Um, I watch a lot of movies mm-hmm. and I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff like that, you know. So, and I'm, I'm always on the internet, you know, just looking for new things and, you know, 
mm-hmm. just by sponging all this information and you know all these things that you're seeing out there somehow it ends up just like becoming like a 360 uh spin that will like spiral back to your work because when you go back into it now you have a different view you've picked up something that you were watching a show on mm-hmm. tv and in this one episode you know they were talking about a certain topic and then when i circle back to my music i'm able to now somehow apply whatever angle that there was you know in a creative way and you know put it in my music yeah. so that's just how I, I i deal with it on my side i mean it, maybe it might not work for other people but i recommend that mm-hmm. and i mean you're inspired by a lot of big names that we all know but you have your own tone your own authentic tone so how would you define your tone and how has it changed over time how would you describe your sound to new listeners who want to try out chaos music Oof. Yeah, I've evolved a, a whole lot. When you go and listen to the stuff we're doing in Tear Gas, that was a whole new, different yeah. me. When I got into the solo thing, when I made my first album, Karakara and all, and whatnot, I think I almost kind of found like a whole new pocket that I was also like extremely comfortable in because I didn't have to tap into anything else out there by myself you know mm-hmm. um i i had to just like look within and be like okay cool so this is where i come from this is what i used to do when i was still in the hood and i know this is the energy um you know through and through and i know for instance like the lower lsm is you know, the majority of our population. So if I speak a certain way, walk a certain way, mm-hmm. dress a certain way, I know I'm, they will be able to, to relate with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I started like really looking into that and my personality is almost like kind of like took a 360 uh, when I did the whole solo thing. Cause I now had to like become a full package, like a, a full on, um, entertainer whereas like in the group where like i i was a third member you know mm-hmm. and if i'm not doing super great in like in my role it's made up guys, for by the other guys yeah you feel you feel me so being a solo artist is like different now like you the spotlight is on you if you f up it's on you if you mm. do good it's on you so I really had to now step up and just like really figure this whole thing out and find my own voice and my own tone and be comfortable. So there's a, uh, a genre called quieto music. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, it was very big, you know, back in the days here. Yeah. So I started really studying that genre like properly um, and it helped me take that and juxtapose it with hip hop and the current sound at the time. And that's where I landed at uh, a sub genre called Skanda, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And when you go and listen to records like Karakara, uh, like just in a, that entire first album, Skanda Republic. Mm, mission statement. That, yeah, so you, you find something like Son of a Gun and all those things, you know, these are like new raw sounds you know, that people hadn't heard and 
that is actually, I mean, without tooting my own horn, I know for a fact that it's that's a that album is considered a seminal, you know, project body of work. That's it's mm, mm. actually it might actually be the first or second classic in hip hop in SA, and other classics include uh, Squatter Camp, Kuku mm. Function, and all those kind of things. And obviously, one of Chega's big projects, um, uh, Darko Blue, Darko Blue, Blue you know? yeah, yeah, you know. So that album is up there with like with some of the great ones so if you're looking for and then as, as far as like the evolution of the sound and what's going on now like in the uh in the new decade especially in 2020 moving forward i obviously had to evolve you know i got to a point where i found myself like just feeling like hmm maybe the whole skanda thing is making me sound like one dimensional let me just switch up and because now obviously melodies started becoming you know the new trend and mm-hmm. all that stuff so you know i started like dabbling into that and that's how i landed in myself on a song called super duper you know which is very trendy and very bouncy and all those kind of things um so yeah i mean i'd say it started off very raw and pure and as life would have it you know you've seen it with all artists you know as time goes you also want to like just evolve and try other things and then uh, explore yourself and your talents so i'm at a point now where i want to make it even more raw than i than how it was before so the body of work that i'm working right on right now is exactly just gonna express that where yes i'm gonna take it back to those like crazy grungy um proudly south african synths and sounds and bass lines mm-hmm. but it's still gonna have like a touch of what's going on right now so these are i'm just like a melting pot of what south african music has become over the years no problem uh hip-hop is by far a very popular genre so i guess how you keep fresh and Void come across as the derivative is what you just said, like how you your sound has evolved, but you still have your own authenticity in your music. Yes, ma'am. Okay. It has to be that way. It yeah. has to be that way, or else you end up just sounding outdated. Mm-hmm. You've got quite a number of featurings with well-known artists, you know, such as Wizkid, Black Coffee, Nandi Madida, just to mention a few. And also regarding the sharing of your tracks, you have a very big network on different platforms. How did you build this network? Um, <clears throat> you know, we live in a digital era mm. and <sighs> over the years, I realized how collaborations, uh, how important they are because, you know, I could possibly not um, have any presence in certain markets, but because I'm working with an artist that is active there, by virtue of that, you know, I get introduced into, yeah. you know, what to that market. So this is just one of the ways, you know, for us to grow and expand ourselves by working with, you know, fellow creatives you know, across the globe, you know, for us to expand. 
So I, I'd say just by virtue of the music traveling, mm-hmm. you know, organically, and also the collaborations, you know, have allowed me to um, immerse to to immerse um, that network. If, if you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. And what qualities do you look for for in someone in terms of deciding if you want to collaborate with them? Because I mean, not everyone is compatible with everyone. Yeah, I, I mean, firstly, it has to be authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of collabs actually. I mean, this it is what it is. Um, you know, this, um, collabs that you almost kind of feel like you know they were forced and stuff like that. I mean, I've mm. I've, I've done stuff before with certain artists where like the, the authenticity wasn't fully there, but you know we had to do what we had to do and still get to the business. You know, so sometimes yes, you need to just be uh, a soldier about it and. Um, and just you know join forces with these people because it's all business at the end of the day they are looking to gain something from me you mm-hmm. also need to gain something from them um but in a lot of cases as well it could just be this is an artist that just sounds great you know that you see potential in he might not have the same currency as you mm-hmm. but you want to almost kind of shit some light um to that talent yeah you know so i do do those type of you know collaborations as well um because i believe in just you know helping you know open doors for other people you know i mean i've seen some of the people that i that i i i look up to you know i've seen it in Wayne, in Lil Wayne, I've seen it in Drake, you know, done it a lot of times, mm. um, you know, the Jay-Z's of this world. So I want to do the same, you know, for people that are also just like still looking for, you know, that that shine, you know, and or looking for, you know, um, you know, the moment in the game, you know, I like to bless wherever possible. So if we end up working together it's solely maybe some tiny if it's like an artist that is not uh, entirely known it's it always comes from that place mm-hmm. uh, i mean we we touched a bit on covid earlier when we started the conversation but in july last year you also contracted covid 19 so how was that experience for you and how did it impact your life <sighs> To put it mildly, it was the scariest moment of my life. Mm. You know, I have, you know, some people, when I tell people, you know, about my encounter with the virus, because I'm, this was worth like still early days, you know, mm. here in South Africa, you know, we didn't really fully know how to handle it. And obviously, it was, this was the first wave. It my, I, I didn't handle it really well. Like, yeah. um, you know, it, 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 I think also the unfortunate thing right now that is actually killing people. I mean, I just lost an uncle like two days ago. And My condolences. From you know, thank you. And um, the reason why a lot of people are unfortunately, you know, passing on is because 
education around the pandemic, around the virus, you know? So, okay, cool. So you have shortness of breath, try to get to the hospital as quickly as possible. Mm. I had shortness of breath myself, but I was also in denial because there was also the, you know, the whole hoobla about if you go to the hospital, you're going to die because the hospitals are packed and this, yeah. and third, right? Mm. Um, but I was fortunate enough, my girlfriend is a, is a doctor as well. Mm-hmm. So she, I mean, I was self-isolating, you know, she wasn't around me. So she told me what was happening at the hospital and she put me on to, um, at the time, they were strongly suggesting prednisone, which is like a steroid. Yeah. Um, if you have shortness of breath. So I got a prescription. And I managed to get the drug and it helped me. But um, before, the night before I got that medication, I'm not going to lie to you, I had even like concluded that it was actually my last night on earth, Mm. you know, because this is now winter in South Africa and this virus obviously thrives. And, you know, I had, you know, the fever, just all the symptoms, you know, and I couldn't breathe. I was struggling to, my heart rate was just like, you know, through the roof. Mm. I felt like my heart, I was going to have heart failure in the middle of the night. So I tried to stay awake just until sunrise so I can just go outside and sit in the sun and get as warm as I possibly can. You know, so it was uh, very horrible, but um, here we are, man. We made it through and... Um, you know, I feel uh, for the people that, you know, have transitioned, you know, because of this virus, you know, I've lost some people that I also know, like people that are like much younger than me. Mm. And it was all just because of lack of education around this whole thing. But um, yeah, man, I guess it's the times that we're living in. True. At least you made it through the gift of life. Yes, man. Yes, ma'am, and I'm grateful. Yeah. So, during the pandemic, many artists were struggling or even still are struggling without the revenue that may have come from live shows. So, do you want to tell us a bit about how you were able to keep your brand afloat during this difficult period? Um, yeah, I mean, that is unfortunately, you know, the one thing that we are all dealing with. Hmm. You know, our livelihood... When you are an entertainer, well, a musician specifically, your livelihood, majority of your income comes from live work, yeah, you know, shows and stuff, you know. So we are, in a way, you know, just like handicapped. You know, we can't do a lot, you know. So you have to, you need to put on a business hat, like literally, and just be creative in with your brand and figure out new ways of creating you know extra you know income mm. uh, around yourself yes i mean staying relevant and you know staying hot i mean i'll continue you know putting out music and staying um, stayed active throughout the course of last year and i'm still planning to do the same this year but outside of just the music itself you know i was fortunate enough to have certain uh, brand partnerships yeah that um, I tailor made certain deals that allowed me to just every month, you know, I'm fortunate enough to continue 
earning from that. Yeah. You know, from those partnerships and, you know, we keep my the lights on, you know, families fed and everything. And this happened actually, you know, God works in a serious way. This mm. happened literally at the top of last year. We didn't know we were going into this. Yeah. And just by virtue of that, you know, that came in handy for me. And also, uh, as I mentioned, I have the clothing label as well, which is like doing, um, you know, really well over here. So mm-hmm. these are some of the things that I'm, you know, galvanizing, making sure that uh, it doesn't stop, you know, because we got to continue, you know, just being active in any way possibly possibly can, even outside of just like the music, because I think now, a lot of us, unfortunately, this is the biggest rude awakening mm. the world has seen. You know, that, okay, cool. So you could be an actor and then boom, and pandemic and then, you, you know, everything just like, you know, comes to a standstill. Yeah, what How now? Are you, get, you know what I mean? Mm. So we need to figure, figure it out as creatives. You know, this is actually like now the best time for one to learn and find new strengths, you know, within themselves. Yeah. You know, because you might not know, but you could be, you might have a, an eye for other industries, mining and all those kind of things. So like, cool, whatever that you might have collected from the music business, you could take that and make a huge investment in other commodities and find yeah. yourself you know just replicating your wealth and you know you'll never you know struggle ever again in your life if you know this whole music thing comes to a standstill again so mm. these are just some of the things that i'm hoping all of us as creatives you know we are thinking hard and not actually just like being distraught and giving in and saying i hope well so if i can't make music make money off music then that's the end of it yeah. for me you know because that's the quickest way to lead yourself into depression true and we were just talking about uh your your brand merch i mean fashion and hip-hop do go hand in hand so how would you describe your style of your brand your your clothing and the merch that you sell i'd say <clears throat> i mean i've almost kind of um always wanted to capture recapture what I do with the music um, and put that and put that out through the apparel itself and the style and the, mm-hmm. the attitude of it yeah you know so it's a um, street orientated very colorful um, bold and edgy you know and pushing mm-hmm. the envelope. You know, and um, I, I try to focus on like timeless pieces. Yeah. Uh, whether it's, uh, I mean, for instance, we recently just did a range that has uh, that included a, a, a line of velvet velour shorts. Yeah. You know, like that's something from like the early two thousands. You know, like Sean John is. You know, mm-hmm. but we, uh, you know, we did it our own way, and they see they're taking off like you know really well here. 
uh, in the streets. So yeah, I mean, it's just uh, a, a very urban uh, approach to streetwear with an African touch, you know, something that literally just speaks South Africa, but in a very uh, bold and, um, you know, and then also in an international way, because yeah. as much as, yes, we want to be uh, primarily uh, timeless, but we also want to still appeal to new trends and, you know, uh, new styles, like playing with graphics to tap into whatever, the, uh, you know, the wave is yeah. uh, for the season, you know, so that's pretty much, you know, how I break down what we do with the apparel. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. And and what can we expect from Standerworld this year or in the future? Is there a new range that's in the make? Yeah, we just dropped one uh, towards the end of last year, the our summer collection, because, mm-hmm. you know, summer in South Africa um, right now. Yeah. So we, we are gearing up for the release of our winter range, mm-hmm. which should be in the next three months or so. Okay. Plus a, a line of track suits uh, with like uh, this very posh and exclusive fabric that we are trying out. So we are making, mm-hmm. you know, hoodies and stuff like that. But I guess, you know, people will get to like really engage with the product once they see a visual of it. So we can't yeah. wait to reveal that, you know. And there's also, you know, becoming super invested in creating accessories as well now yeah um so we got like these unisex handbags that we doing mm-hmm. um fanny packs um you know duffel bags that's what people can expect uh this year like we have bucket heads mm. that are coming out at the end of the month you know so yeah we are expanding as much as we possibly can Awesome. We're looking forward to the new range. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, music-wise, after the well, very well-received PTY Unlimited, do you care to share maybe on any other projects that you'll be dropping this year, or do we just wait and <laughs> watch the space? This year, I'm committed to putting out another album. Like, it's... Uh... It, it's a goal of mine that I said set for myself last year, mm. but at the same time, and and I am actually busy putting it together right now. I'll probably say um, maybe forty percent in. Mm-hmm. I should be done if I choose to, you know, like really commit to a release date. I should be done over the next like two months or so. You know, as soon as I get the features that I'm looking for mm-hmm. and whatnot. But also at the same time, I don't want to just like base it on art. Oh, yeah, I made a commitment commitment that I was going to release an album this year. Because my view is, especially like the times that we're in, like unprecedented times, right? Um, and because of the pandemic and everything. Yeah. So imagine... Imagine having, because I saw it, for instance, like last year, some artists had like huge songs that, you know, they were sitting at home, Mm. you know, normal days 
when you have like a scorching album and uh, or even a scorching single mm. you are you know you are like cashing in you know because of like the shows and all that stuff right so i think this year we might see this is just my personal view i think we might see like some um reluctance uh from a lot of the artists you know instead of like just putting out like big projects or big songs i think they just kind of want to like because you can't really maximize on them without the the gigs you know what i mean mm. so some people are might might end up holding back a little bit be like okay cool let me see how the year goes and then if things are opening up you know hopefully with the vaccine and everything then i'm sure we're, we're gonna see a slew of like you know big releases but as it stands right now i'm not even sure where the year is going because we might be gearing up for like a, a second year in the pandemic and that will mm. be unfortunate you know but it is something that is almost like inevitable so but like in, regardless you know i am going to continue being active this features on the lineup that are coming out you know yeah. uh, this year and if i don't put out a full on project i'll probably like maybe do like a a small ep of some sort maybe like three songs max mm-hmm. you know um but i definitely will make sure i keep my followers um you know entertained yeah speaking of the vaccine <laughs> are you going to get vaccine how do you feel about the vaccine sign me up like i said this like when we were talking about it yeah early in the pandemic i'm like dude you know people despite not, all the conspiracy theories get down to dude, it like conspiracy theories to me like remember early in the pandemic people were talking about 5G mm. you know where are those people now like yeah. what happened to 5G yeah. what you know yeah. aren't we supposed to be dead mm-hmm. like, there's so many there's so many like intellects on the internet you know um you know and fear mongering and all these kind of things yes i mean cool i'm not an expert yeah. you know as far as like science is concerned right but if i am able to if this can offer me a second chance at life you know of offer me immunity of some sort or like you know mm. uh, for my health you know, i i need to take the precautionary measures that uh you know i have to just for you know the sake of my health yeah you know and those that are around me yes i mean even now I'm, i'm always just like trying to educate myself as much as i can with for instance like the two popular vaccines right now or not necessarily the popular one but the ones that we like fully know yeah that are public you know domain like the Moderna um I think it's Moderna yeah, and the, the the Pfizer one. So, you know, from what I'm seeing online um in the news they are yes, like one or two rare cases where not one or two but like they are a few cases where people have symptoms sorry, not symptoms but uh reactions, yeah. You know, and they talk about like a headache for like 24 hours. or nausea or fatigue but like I think it lasts for like 48 hours mm-hmm. you know I mean, I have a puppy 
probably like nine months old mm-hmm. when i when i take him for his um shot for his vaccine or like flu vaccine or kennel cough or like some of these technical you know animal uh, vaccines when he gets it i see how lethargic and like fatigue and how he reacts just for like at least that first 24 hours after getting it yeah and then after that is fine so i'm not saying i'm not saying um i'm not equating human lives <laughs> to an animal but i'm just saying vaccines especially ones of this nature will possibly have you know some type of effect but if it's not permanent you know if it can at least sustain us you know for however long i'm i'm pro you know the vaccine yeah i'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie because i just my my livelihood is outside that's the thing you know so the sooner we can get back to outside i need to go get it we don't want to pay taxes but you know the losses <laughs> for us to be able to participate in all these economies or ever especially like your national economy yeah. you got to make sure you pay taxes and i think fortunately the new world order the same way you need an id or passport and all these things you're going to need a vaccine id of some sort you mm. know for you to be able to do anything and It is what it is, you know. So we need to do what we need to do. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, there are bound to be reactions to everything that you introduce to your body. I mean, even normal painkillers make you feel a bit drowsy. So I'm also with you on that one. I'm there, bro. I'm testing <laughs> person line. I'm not even gonna play. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to tell your listeners? Any announcements that you'd like to make before we wrap this up? Oh, I think we've shared pretty much. I mean, quite a lot. But um, yeah, I mean, more than anything, it's just an honor being able to still be here, putting out music, and you know, having the interest you yeah. know, that I have, you know, from like different generations and stuff. And now we are, uh, you know, transitioning into all these other things. You know, like trying to be a mogul with yeah. with the apparel and other things that one. is trying to get into so grow with me please you know what i mean guys <laughs> everything that i am doing i am not only doing it for myself but it's also just like setting an example and creating some form of blueprint you know for whoever's watching who wants to follow in my footsteps and stuff you know so yeah um, learn from the good things that i've done and also even learn from the mistakes as well because i am not who i am without you know both sides of the spectrum yeah you know? so that's all i can say for now and also yeah there's artists that you need to look out for from kind of world um there's a guy called Roy he's like 19 years old all the way from Pretoria mm-hmm. he's got some incredible stuff um and another guy from Durban called Loki that uh i think is probably going to be like the next big you know uh lyrical wizard in this country so they are all coming out through this kind of world platform and i'm just happy that more than making my own music i can still open doors for other artists and you know show them the light and, and stuff like that so please 
support them as well when they come out. Yeah. Thank you again for that for opening doors for other people and thank you for your service in all these 15 16 years. <laughs> yes ma'am. Yeah. And I'm so here man. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll die in the booth. I'll <laughs> die doing what I love, man. Because more than anything, I, I'm not addicted to fame or whatever. You know, I came into the game because I wanted to just contribute and make my own mark. You know, so if I get to a point where I don't want to make music anymore or put out my own music, mm. I know I'll still be there, uh, molding other talents. And so I'll still be, you know, fully involved. Yeah. With, uh, the music, you know, I, probably all the way till, you know, as long as well, my last day on earth, you know, <laughs> as long as I can, you know. But um, yeah, I'm just a fan of culture, a fan of music, and I also just like want to pass on, you know, the blessing that I have to other people, whether it's in the form of. how to make music or in the form of just um like from the executive side of things yeah you know uh let them learn how to maneuver you know and adapt and adapt you know to new ways and, you know new seasons you know because the world is constantly changing yeah so i mean we are all blessed enough to be able to be in 2021 So I just want to know Absolutely. what are some of your goals and aspirations for this year. Uh this year, you know, yes. By default putting out music yeah. and obviously the clothes, but you know outside of that I am this is also part of the whole mogul um you know mission that I drafted for myself. I want to getting to other spheres of business i'm actually in the process of like fully immersing myself into like other things mm. um like just thinking out of the box and coming up with like some incredible ideas because the same way i can come up with a song i think i, I I'm, i'm also creative enough to come up with like other things or like solutions that could um help other people and obviously also you know uh, result in a good business for myself yeah you know so that is right now like more than anything that's also like what i'm like really prioritizing because again being a mogul uh, the, the people that i look at uh, as inspiration who are like well successful like proper moguls mm-hmm. in, 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 in entertainment are people who are not only making money from music but the bulk of their money comes from other avenues and, you know like if you talk about Jay-Z the title that yeah. you know his investment in real estate and uh, even Uber you know apparently so like mm-hmm. those kind of things also things. come in handy in such times like now absolutely you know so so it's about expanding the one's business portfolio um i don't just i don't want it to read as rapper producer or like you know to 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 professional just box you in I'll, on the music part yeah yeah you know i want it to be slash the slash that you know slash 
all kinds of crazy things slash mining mobile <laughs> all kinds of things yeah you know what i'm saying yeah because we gotta we, we're gonna have to think um you know like we, we need to custom wide net for ourselves you know uh for us to really you know tally up the type of wealth that one is pursuing because this is not only just all in the name of oh hey ko is successful but a successful person is defined by the contribution that they make to their surrounding to their community mm. to their country you yeah. know or even or even worldwide or whatever you know so that is the type of success that i'm going for something that will change I, my life you know is like secondary but what i want to be successful at impacting people people's lives yeah. um you know with uh things that will help them make their lives better you know help better their lives whether in the form of um you know a, an app you mm. know of some sort i mean look at uber you know they don't have any taxes look at airbnb they don't have any hotels you know yeah. so like I'm, when i talk about genius ideas they they are they it's just a matter of one just like tapping into you know the other side of the brain getting the right business partner on board and mm. boom getting that off the ground so that is what i am actually also focusing on like playing in the tech space and all those kind of awesome stuff thank you so much for joining us today we really appreciate your time and yeah stay safe stay healthy wishing you the same thank you so um, much stay blessed over here man and stay prayed up we need prayer right now it's the only solution more true. than a vaccine more true. than anything you know we need prayer and be safe people are dying true you know like this thing is getting closer and closer to one's uh yeah. you know vicinity you know i just lost a relative just last week you know um mm, my condolences one you know one of my uncles you know so like yeah it is you know statistics and numbers but now it's slowly becoming people we know in our family members yeah it's insane it's insane anyway take care it's been awesome having you on the show cool thank you so much <laughs> man there you have it guys i hope you really enjoyed that first rap mcms of the year with the one and only mr cash time ko the track that's playing in the background is super duper and i'm leaving you guys with lucky star by ko mr cash time himself enjoy stay blessed take care from your bean with the biggest love
Money only thing on my mind. Yeah, go on to the other side. I'm trying to let my You know I'm trying to let my go. Do my love, but I love a lesson. I'm not going to let you see just a mission to let me go. Get it with it, do a whole lot of talk. Get it with it, do a whole lot of nothing. Give me a clip of show. See me in the car. Miss a pick up on building up. Sia Pezu. Sia Pezu. Sink in the game, but it's about the buzz above. Shalala. Shalala. Balala. Balala. I'm humble. Love me, Bonnie. Sink in the game, but it's about the buzz above. Shalala. Shalala. Balala. Balala. A lot of money on the way. A lot of money on the way. Figure like I'm calling on a lotto. Figure like I'm calling on a lotto. Then I transfer it into something you call a king. Jabu pulling my sink, cutting the ball. I mean, bono banana man to make the corner kick. When all I'm at a full and bigger love song scheme. San banani, San banani. Allow me to reintroduce myself, okay? Ho. Fagi malu zosa, fagi malu wana zosa. I'm a nigga with a soul. Damn, I'm asking your pity for the soul. From a local shit, now we're living in the north. Taking up a soft, chilling with the ball. Been a sin and cost in church a lady So no they can stop us now but see a girl in his hole I wanna start my training, training, pitching Don't know as an artist, all my tracks are never normal Never am choosing, no more bank for sale Them contours keep me normal, yeah Cause they were never loyal, anti-social No more betting, zens and gonna bambalella, bambalella Love, see a puzzle See a puzzle Same thing, thing, but it's about the buzz above It's all the love It's all the love Balala, balala, shalala. I'm happy. Love me, nigga, bonita. Send to me, but it's about the buzz, buzz. Shalala, shalala, balala, balala.